Hello, and welcome to the Federal Contracting Made Easy podcast, where we take the complex world of government contracting and break it into simple steps that any small business owner can master. Now, let me introduce your host, Nancy Byerly. Hello, and welcome to the wonderful world of government contracting. This is episode number 51, and today's topic is on Contracting Secrets, Part 2, Finding Opportunities Before Your Competitors. Before we get started today, please take a moment to subscribe, comment, rate, Send me an email. Let me know what questions you have or topics you'd like for future discussion. Let's go over an overview for today's session, shall we? We're going to go over an overview of part one, which was in last uh, video. We're going to talk about internet searches, the importance of researching the agencies which you're seeking to do business with, and then we're going to go into the actual secret. Part one we discussed how to use usaspending.gov. You could also use the Federal Procurement Data System.gov to find contracting agencies that use your products or services. In part one, I asked you to find three specific agencies that you wanted to do business with. Once you find these three agencies, then the next step is to basically research those agencies. Go to their website. What is their mission? What is their vision? What do they do? Find out as much information as possible. Then sit down and look at it. Okay, what do they do and how can I help them? Is there something that you have that can make you stand out from your competitors because you can save them time or save them money? If not, then you're going to market. Sometimes you won't find that out until you start building relationships with them. Then you find out, hey, they need help with this. Well, I can do this and I can save them money so they don't have to keep repaying the cost. Or I could do this. It's a much better project. Product, it may cost a little bit more money up front, but in the long run, it's going to save them money in the back run. If you have something unique like that, that's what's going to set yourself apart from your competitors. So once you've done all the research and figured out, you found your competitive edge, then the next step is to start looking up what the the government's going to purchase that year. So get your internet handy. I suggest using it on a desktop for this. It's much easier if you have a larger screen or a tablet or something with a larger screen. Go to your search engine, whichever one's your favorite, and type in 2019, or the current fiscal year, Federal Procurement Forecast, and the name of the agency. So in an example would be 2019 Federal Procurement Forecast Forest Service. Type that in. Usually within the first five to six 
search results that you get back from this search, you will find the specific agency. So remember now, you've got to know that not only does the Forest Service or BLM and BOR, they're all with the Department of Interior. The same with the National Park is Department of Interior. So you've got to know the head agency sometimes because the listings will all fall under the head agency. That's why I'm telling you that. So you're going to go there and you're going to pull up the listing. Sometimes the listing will only display on the screen. Sometimes it's an Excel spreadsheet. When you click on it, it automatically downloads. But they're all going to pretty much contain the same information. It's going to have a sequence number for the agency. It's going to have a brief description of the work that needs to be performed or the product they need to purchase. It's going to have a government range. The government's going to provide you a cost range that they think it's going to cost to purchase whatever or to have you build whatever. It's going to give you a cost estimate. It's not the government cost estimate. It's just a government range because they can't tell you what the government cost estimate is. Well, they'll tell you the fiscal quarter when they plan to release the, the requirement in FedBizOps. Then they'll tell you sometimes the fiscal quarter when they plan to award the contract. It'll have a contracting officer's name or some representative from the government's name. It's either the contracting officer, the small business specialist, small business technical representative, but it'll have somebody's name in there so you know who you really need to talk to about that particular requirement. And it will have a telephone number or email address or both. Sometimes the phone number and the email address will be generic. But the whole purpose is for you to now Take this information, create a new capability statement based on this information, and go out and market to these agencies. Now, let's go back and talk about this a little bit. The whole purpose of doing that today is to provide you with a competitive edge, and you need to take advantage of every opportunity that's available to you. So what's the benefits of using this system? And there's about seven that I came up with. One, it allows you to track federal opportunities so you know when they're going to be released. Two, you can concentrate on contracting opportunities within your niche. You don't feel you have to bid on something because you don't know if it's not quite right. You know, you see this contract and it's, yeah, you could probably do it. It's a little outside your niche. Well, if you know that XYZ is coming down and it's a better fit, you may say, I'm going to pass on this opportunity. I'm going to wait on this one. It's a chance you can take. Three, allows you to build a team to propose on the opportunity. So you can take, it gives you a little bit more time to build your team because maybe you've got to do some research on the competitor. Maybe you're going to have to hire the competitor's employees. So it gives you time to do that research. Four, you can gather information on reoccurring contracts. So if you know this is a reoccurring contract, then through the Freedom of Information Act, 
you can go out and get gather information from the last solicitation and some of the proposals. Now, I'm not going to go into FOIA here. I'll do a separate video on FOIA. But I just want to know there's some things that there's like five to seven items that cannot be released through a FOIA. And I can't remember which the number is right now off the top of my head. Number five, you can market to the government. It's going to be a target market to the government. And that's a real benefit. Six, the goal, the whole goal of this whole purpose here is to meet with the government and give you and give a capability briefing along with your capability statement. That's the goal. Get in front of the government of the whole reason why we're doing this. Get in front, get yourself in front of the government, start building those relationships. Okay. And then seven, learn how to use USA spending or federal procured damage system to enhance your competitive edge. This is what this does. It's enhancing your competitive advantage. So the above reasons alone should convince you that it's time to start tracking opportunities before they are released. By finding out what the government thinks they're going to spend their money on allows you to start building relationships with them. They may just consider you for those opportunities. How will they consider you? They'll ask you to bid on the project. Now, I do have to put a caveat on here. Just because something's listed on the proposed listings does not guarantee you that it will get funded that year. These listings um, are the government's wish list that need to be done. But due to budget constraints, they just can't fund the project. It doesn't happen to all the projects on this listing, but it can happen to some. That's something else you need to add to your business strategy is what happens if I come across these. Hopefully you will find enough of these that if one or two that you're after doesn't show up on their listing or doesn't get funded, it isn't going to spoil your day. All right. So what are you waiting for? Watch the video on YouTube where I go out and teach this and all this is done to help you become a, a better contractor. So that's pretty much the overview for today. We hope you found this beneficial. Please subscribe. If you have a comment, you can always reach me at nancy at byerlyenterprises.com or see today's show notes for more information. And as always, until next time, be safe.